This episode is presented by Wild CBD. Wild produces the best tasting edibles on the market using real fruit and all natural flavoring. With flavors inspired by the Pacific Northwest, high quality ingredients, real fruit, and consistent dosing, Wild has become one of the leading cannabis edible producers in the country. Wild's new CBD line currently offers real fruit infused gummies in blackberry, huckleberry, lemon, and raspberry, and CBD infused sparkling water in raspberry, lemon, blackberry, and blood orange. Each gummy is dosed with 25 milligrams of CBD and can be purchased in a bottle of 10 or 20. Wild CBD is offering my listeners 30% off of their next purchase from wildcbd.com by using the code POD. That's code POD for 30% off your next purchase. Wild CBD products are intended only for use by individuals aged 18 and older. Wild CBD products should only be consumed as directed on the label and should not be used if you are pregnant or breastfeeding. All Wild CBD products are made with ingredients containing 0% THC. Consult with a health professional prior to using Wild CBD in combination with any medications or dietary supplements. Every election is determined by the people who show up. Larry J. Sabato Hey everyone, what's up? And welcome back to another episode on the Hipster Mom Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Betters. And if you're a first time listener to the show, I would like to say welcome and to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy day to listen. It's my sincere hope that you find something useful, enlightening, entertaining, and who knows, maybe you'll find all of the above while listening to this podcast. This podcast covers many topics that revolve around parenting, mom life, mental health, self-love, health and wellness, as well as encouraging you to follow your own path, because not everything is a one-size-fits-all. But without further ado, let's jump right into today's episode. So for this episode, I would like to talk to you guys about the moment, and it seems like the moment that we have all been waiting for as U.S. citizens, or even people who might have been following this for a while, even if they don't live in the United States, but it's the election of 2020. And we all know that that is the presidential election, as well as the other primaries, and it's very important. Clearly, it's very important to be able to get out and exercise your right to vote. And I know for a fact that I did that this morning after I dropped my son off at school and so did my husband. We decided that we need to do our part and we have been doing this for quite a few years now. We have been exercising our rights to vote and I'm super thankful and I will never be able to say thank you enough for the women suffragette movement at one point because they fought for women to be able to have that right to vote. At one point it's crazy to believe that only men were allowed to vote. White landowners could actually vote and not anybody who was of a different minority not blacks, not Latinos at one point, not Jewish people. It's so crazy to me. Like I can't even fathom that now because I clearly did not grow up in a world where that was okay at one given point in time. You know, and it's crazy to think that even women, we've only had the right to vote for only a hundred years. We'll never be able to thank the, the suffragette movement enough for being able to give me my right to vote. And I feel that as a result of that, I have a duty to do that. I have the duty to vote. I have that right to vote. And I'm going to use my voice because that's another thing too that I want to point out and talk about is the fact that I've been hearing more and more about people who are not voting because I hear the same song and dance about it's not going to make any difference at all and you know I'm not going to lie to you I had that mindset at one point as well that very bad mindset of well it's only an election what does my voice have anything to do with it and what difference is it going to make and I've been learning after 
31 years on this earth, this beautiful little thing we call earth, that that's not the case. We need to be able to do our due diligence and get out and vote. I mean, after all, people had fought hard. And not only that, but people had died to be able to give us the right to vote and for their right to vote as well. You got to get out and do your due diligence and vote. So I want to prove to you guys that there are good reasons why you should get out and vote. And so I did just a little bit of research for this episode because I like to back up what I'm talking about with facts and I do my best to find relevant articles most definitely to talk about that. So I decided to do digging, like I said, and I found an article called Five Reasons You Should Vote. And in parentheses, it says, even if you think it doesn't matter because your vote is your voice, it really matters. I'm sorry, that's just me being on my soapbox here for a minute. So this article comes from the southwestkey.org website. According to the article, and I was reading this, and I think this really makes a lot of sense. For many people, voting is a very serious civic duty. And like I said before, people have died to be able to give us that right to vote. And they show up to the polls on election day, they know exactly who and what they're voting for, and then they leave that polling place with a sense of pride, which I'm not going to lie, I felt very proud to be able to go into my polling place where I'm, I'm supposed to be going to to vote. And I feel really good after leaving that. But then, you know, like I said before, there's many people who feel like voting can be viewed as too much of a hassle, a lot of pressure, or just seen as very useless. And there's a lot of reasons why people don't vote for their own personal reasons. There's a lot of reasons why they believe that it's important to ensure everyone's voices are heard on election day. And I absolutely agree with that statement. So they put together a very short list of reasons why your vote really does matter and a little bit of insight into why that is. So the first point that they make here is that your voice makes a difference. And like I said, you know, it feels like your vote won't matter because I felt like I had that same mindset as well at one point that it's not going to make any difference, especially in like local and state elections and that it's so easy to get lost in like the big numbers that we see in the news, like such as like CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, you know, all the big news organizations, right? And so it's easy to get lost in those big numbers that we see on the news about federal representatives and especially the Electoral College. But there's many cases where a small number of votes have actually made a big factor in elections. One of the close races that came from NPR, which is National Public Radio, including a state representative seat, which was back in 2018, that was decided exactly by one vote. Or another case of where a Vermont State Senate Democratic primary in 2017 that was determined by a single vote out of more than 7,400 total. So if you look at the races that were decided by a handful votes, you'll see that plenty of examples in the last 10 years that it doesn't even begin to cover elections in the past century. I mean, when you think about that from that perspective, that makes a huge difference. And for the fact that it was actually decided by exactly one vote of who got the representative seat in 2018, that's pretty crazy. So the second point that they make is that the winner of the election will represent you anyway. So voting for a candidate isn't an endorsement, it's a preference. And it's rare to agree with a candidate on every single issue because let's be 100% real, we're human, we're not supposed to agree with each other on everything. But it's so important to know what those issues are and why you care about those issues in the first place. It's usually one candidate who represents your interests better than anybody else. So that's why you're voting for the person, right? Is because you agree with them on the things 
things that they're talking about, like the interests that you have, they're, they're representing those. When you're choosing not to vote, you're letting the other people, let the other candidates decide who gets to make and enforce the laws as your representative. And that's usually going to be one person on the ballot who's a better fit than the others. And you need to be playing an active role in who is going to be doing that. You have the power to decide who gets to be in that seat for the next four years or however long that runs for. I don't know. Every state is different, clearly, with their laws when it comes to certain seats and for federal and state. I would encourage you to do your own research into that. So it's never been easier to register to vote. And that's the third point that this article makes. And I really agree with that because it doesn't take much to register to vote. In fact, most states actually offer the ability to register online and the process takes less than five minutes. And you can actually vote in the U.S. elections if you are, well, number one, U.S. citizen, number two, meet state residence requirements, and number three, 18 years old on or before election day. So they really do encourage you to check out National Voter Registration Day's website and vote.org, where you can actually get instructions on registering no matter what state you live in. And I think that's great that they have these resources available for you to be able to do that in literally less than five minutes. Really, what's five minutes out of your day to register to vote? It doesn't take much. And not only that, but elections affect your life every day. And you may not realize that, but your life is affected by government laws and representatives every single day. The article goes on to say that they think that Common Cause puts it best when they said this, and I'm quoting from southwestkey.org, and I quote, there is not a single aspect of daily life that isn't affected by your government. The roads you drive on, the air you breathe, the water you drink, the food you eat, the schools that teach your children, and the parks you visit are all a function of government, end quote. There are people making decisions that affect your life and my life every single day, and we have the power to choose who's going to make those decisions on our behalf, they need to answer to you, not the other way around. You don't have to answer to any of that because they're supposed to be working for you, not the other way around. The fifth and final point that I want to make on this is the fact that people fought for the right to vote for a reason. And you know, I get it. Life is complicated. You know, it's a struggle to try to fit all of our daily things into a schedule. But you know what? Voting is one of the few chances that you can have a direct impact on your community. And there wouldn't have been a woman's suffragette movement or a 24th Amendment if voting didn't matter at all. And I mean, when you think about that too, from the perspective of women having the right to vote and the 24th Amendment, if we didn't have that, it wouldn't make any difference, right? Like we might as well just be voting and just throwing back it's into an empty box for nobody to really care about, right? I mean, by all means, take advantage of the tools that your state and county provide for you. Most ballots include short summaries of every candidate's beliefs and stances on issues. And not only that, but they have a lot of this information readily available on websites dedicated strictly to those candidates. And they also provide short descriptions of ballot measures and their effects. So if you're having trouble deciding, consider reviewing a ballot guide before the election and especially before voting day. Very, important to review that, right? Sometimes these are available at the polling stations and there actually was like a ballot guide of like who was being put on the ballot in the first place. So like, you know, clearly there's Trump, there's Pence, there's Biden, there's Harris. By all means, take a minute to actually review those ballot guides so that way you have a clear idea who you'll vote for. Anyway, try choosing one of the three top issues or concerns with the government and look for candidates who line up with those priorities. 
southwestkey.org. They stress to you that every election feels like it's going to be the most important election in American history. But there's one thing that remains consistent is that voting is a very important and a very valuable civic right. There has never been a better time to make your voice heard. And especially now with the U.S. presidential elections, voting for our, you know, Supreme Court justices, we're voting for the Court of Appeals, judges, and just for your state and federal local governments. We all have a say in who is going to be appointed to those seats for the next few years to come. But anyway, I just wanted to give you guys that very brief and short update about that. I hope that you guys will get out and vote. I hope that you guys will get out and vote today. I hope that you guys will take your civic duty very seriously because we all have a say and who is going to be appointed for the next four years. I will include this article in the show notes for you guys if you would like to reference it. And I really do encourage you to make a plan for voting today, especially when it comes to the primary presidential elections and your local and federal and state governments. The final point that I really want to stress again is the fact that if you think your voice doesn't matter, you're absolutely wrong. And I really do hope that you guys will get out and vote today because your vote is your voice and it matters more than you know. That's all the time that I have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in for today's show. I would love it if you would rate and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, if you would like to, and I would so appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts, as this helps to boost the show's visibility, as well as letting me know how well the show is doing and just making sure that you guys are enjoying the show's content. Also, if you would like to, you can follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook, and you can find that at The Hipster Mom Podcast. I will be back very soon with a brand new episode, so until next time, keep living your best life. Peace.